Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. Yep, it's DJ Damage. All right, Melissa Ford is still at home dealing with SARS. Woo! <laughs> I'm not going to put that out there. Don't give her SARS. She specifically doesn't want people to think that she has coronavirus. She I doesn't. don't think that she does. Nah. That cough is a little dry, though. <sighs> but we need the com- we need the curve queen to hurry up and make her way back because, you know, who are we without her? I think she's sick and exhausted. It's both. Well, you don't you don't come you don't lose work because you're exhausted. You bring your tired ass to work. She's actually not feeling well, no, so we sick. we send our prayers to her, and uh, we hope she makes it back soon. Yes. All right. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, make sure that you head over to Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, and also watch us on YouTube. So stream us everywhere and give us a five star rating, bitch, because we deserve it. We need it. All right. Um, I don't know how many more days we'll be here in the studio because the pandemic is 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 causing the world to go in chaos and toilet paper is nowhere to be found. No so, toilet paper, no baby wipes, anything you need, no hand sanitizer, anything to keep you safe from. Look at how ashy my hands are. So I sent somebody to go buy things for the house today and they brought back napkins. I'm like, we're going to wipe go. our ass on some napkins. Hell yeah. I mean, you do what you have to do. Better than a washcloth. We live in a crazy world right now. Before we get into everything, I want to send a special um, shout out to my cousin Anthony Dunn. Um, the people that know me know, you know, I don't have a lot of family that I'm close to, but I am close to my cousin Anthony. He's uh, been somebody that I have said is a part of my very, very, very small circle. And um, yesterday we were both on the phone. He had called me, mm-hmm. and his son was, um, you know, in a situation, um, and um, he. I don't want to get into too much, but couldn't really get to him, and um, he ended up um, passing away. And I'll just leave mm-hmm. it at that until you know my cousin wants to talk more about it. But you know, crazy times. So I was on Facetime with my family, but yeah. we just the world is crazy right now. And then within a crazy world, there's even other craziness going on. So I want to send my shout out to him and to his immediate family and to uh, his other children and so forth. Um, life is crazy right now. Yeah, man, life is definitely taking a turn where I didn't foresee 2020 being this way. You, I had plans. Did you? Big plans. I mean, 2020 was the year of focus, 2020 vision. Yeah. You know, the last year was amazing. Um, I, It ended weird. and it, I, it ended weird. And then, you know, here we are in 2020 and we have just so far. And what is today? Today is... 16th? Today's March 18th. Happy birthday to Queen Latifah. It's her birthday also. March 18th, the day we're taping this show, Kobe Bryant has died yeah. suddenly. Um, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Attack celebrities, people in Italy, China. I mean, I don't know. This is just a weird year. It's been a weird year so far. I mean, I do feel like this quarantine gives us a time to reset the year. Because I feel like if you had some resolutions or whatever you wanted to do in January, now you kind of get a, another shot at that. Yeah. But at the same time, there are some real things happening to people. You know, I feel I'm going to send my prayers to you and your family for y'all Thank lost, you. but it's a lot of real stuff happening still. So, yeah. you know, everybody stay in the house, be safe, but you know, those real things going down. And thank you to all the people who support Hollywood Unlocked. Now you have a lot more time to binge watch all the shows you probably Catch didn't want to watch, but you know, you guys still show up. We see the thousands and thousands of views and downloads and we appreciate you. And we're still figuring things out here. You know, I really have th- thought a lot about the homeless population, yeah. you know, people who are on the streets, people who are struggling, losing their jobs, losing their, you know, they haven't lost houses yet because there's a, there's a hold on mm-hmm. people getting evicted, but eventually life is going to catch up once this pandemic is done. Yeah. And uh, man, shout out to all of you. And, you know, our commitment here, we've been, you know, over the last couple months, have been talking about, you know, ways of creating uh, things to help people because I feel like, you know, Hollywood Unlocked makes a lot of money from sponsors and advertisers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But we also want to have a balance where we're giving back to people. 
And so we've been um, trying to find ways to do that. And this time has allowed us time to really focus. Mm -hmm. Because when I get in a crunch, whether it's with a person or a situation or a relationship or even my business, our Instagram going down last year, yeah. I literally just put my earbuds in at home, my earpods, and I walk around and I really think of ways of fighting through it. So this has been time where I've been able to sit still and be like, yo, like every single thing, big thing that I was going to announce this year is now delayed. But guess what? It's going to come. It gives you more time to plan, too. It gives more time to plan. But I said to my cousin this morning, you know, because I've been calling them every hour on the hour. I've been, you know, we had our cousin go down to the hospital to look at the body and make sure everything was okay. And, you know, and we were discovering things. But, you know, I had to call him and say, like, you know, we come from a family where we have all been through some shit. Mm. You know, I lost a brother to gun violence. He lost a brother to gun violence. You know, um, it's just, it's, I think it's, it's probably unimaginable when it's your child. Mm -hmm. So, but I said to him, like, yo, I'm here for you. You know, you got family that's gonna be here for you. We're gonna we're gonna fight through this because we're strong, we have a strong bloodline and we've we've been through things. But I was just thinking about um this uh the process. I feel like right now people are not really knowing what to do with all this idle time. You can miss a club, you can miss a party, Man. you can miss a, a vacation. Let me tell you. You can miss a lot of shit right now, but like as long as you have food, you got your health, you got your sanity, you got loved ones that you can either be around or call, you're good. But you got an opportunity to be the, the better you right now. Like how how often can time, work, everything stop and you can really focus on you? So you know, take some time, you know, have some fun on social media, but get off social media, get off YouTube, pick up a book, pick up a book that's empty, like a diary. Really figure out who you are, because I feel like sometimes we're so caught up in this world of social media, going to work, you have a routine of picking up your kids, you lose sight of who you are. And I feel like we have an opportunity for the next few weeks to really dial back in and who we are and you know understand the things we want in life, mm -hmm. because you need that stillness sometimes. I think people look at life like, okay, what I ain't got. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate to look at, we, we had the show where we talked about after Kobe died, where sometimes we look at all our lives and we feel like we're in hell. But Kobe had so much more than us, and his life is gone, right? And so, you know, maybe you have a job that you depend on so much that you can never find a free day. So now that you have free days, yeah, focus on the things you always wanted time to focus on. And that's the funny part, though. That's what people don't do, though. Yeah. But, like, if you know, how easy is it to, to start an online store? Maybe you're a funny person with a bunch of jokes, and mm -hmm. you just got these one-liners that would be dope on some clothes. So put them on the clothes, create a Shopify account, build you a cheap-ass website, learn how to build a website. Learn something. Right. Look, you, YouTube is your friend. And wake up early. Just because you got this time off, don't be sleeping until 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Wake up early and really utilize that day. Or if you're somebody like me that never gets to sleep, <laughs> sleep the fuck in. You know what I mean? Like, it's, but it's a lot of people that that, that need that, to wake their ass yeah. up early and, yeah. and start a new routine with their life. For if real. you are waking up every day and just smoking blunts and sitting in front of TV, it's happening. Yeah, you, you're gonna suffer. And eating a lot of snacks. Yeah, this is the time where you should definitely be um, focusing on creativity. You know, find some podcasts other than ours that you like. Bring your ass back here, <laughs> but go find other podcasts that you like. You know, for me, I'm watching, you know, some of the things that I'm doing, I'm watching other interviewers. I'm thinking of, you know, shows that I want to do by myself. Mm -hmm. uh, problematic, we've been doing, we're doing more episodes of that. Um, you know, just figuring out more creativity. You know, you launched a platform recently, which, by the way, I'm really proud of. I appreciate you. I feel like we're all doing our own thing outside of Hollywood Unlocked, but I really like the fact that you, 
you know, uh, that whole saying of, you know, uh, games not to be told is to be sold. And now you're selling it and you have it, you know, yeah, and you're yeah, giving yeah. it to people. But talk a little bit about what you're building and um, and how people can access it. I mean, honestly, Jason, like I look at my career in this game. I've been doing this, believe it or not, over 11, 12 years. This is all I ever did. You know, mm -hmm. I started DJing when I was 12 and I looked at how I got into being becoming a host. I was a DJ, so I didn't have to talk. My goal was to never do this. But I was forced into doing it when I started radio. And I kind of just watched my journey and talking to a few of my friends that's in the game. Like when I did Revolt, I worked with Sibley, who now works at Access and everything, and asking how she got into it. There's no guideline on how to get to do what we do, to do podcasting, to do television, to do radio. And I thought, like, why not, while I'm in the game, still learning and still young, give a platform for people to, you know, learn how to live their dreams, basically. So if you're really serious about becoming a radio personality, you want to be on TV, you want to start your own podcast, I got something for you, man, legendarymediagroup.com. I share my experiences. Um, Jason did an interview with me, you know, so he could share his experience. And I feel like that's the best way to learn in the entertainment game, finding a mentor, finding somebody that did it before you so you don't make the same mistakes because you're able to grow into the industry in the game quicker, you know? But what I love, love about it, I mean, again, I'm an entrepreneur. So when I look at things that people do or when I look at, mm -hmm. like, Melissa's podcast, I'm Here for the Food, when I look at your uh, your program that you're selling now that that's out there for people to help to help people, when I look at it, I also am very critical of how people do shit because anybody can start a podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I look at some YouTubers, you know, in their basements, I ain't mad at you. That's what you got. You got a basement, so that's where you do it. But how you build your set in your basement is different from how somebody else may build their set in their basement. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. look at your website. You did a great job. I thought the layout is amazing. And I and I, I called a meeting with my team, and I'm like, how the fuck did Damage do this before us? Not in a hating way, but in a <laughs> like, not in a hating way, but like in a celebrating way because we've been talking about doing something like this for mm -hmm. a long time. But the fact that you did it, you executed it, and it looks so great. And, and that's the I thing see right marketing there. and the social marketing of it. I mean, you're, it, it looks great. But, Jason, that's the thing right there, to have an idea of people and to follow through with it. it, it was, you know, this is an idea I had in October, mm -hmm. and it's just coming to fruition now. But that's a long time in some people's head. And you look back at it, it's like only a few months. But when you're in it, it feels like forever. But for all those people that have this downtime, y'all want to do something like make a plan have steps and follow through with it. And that's something I really learned from you where you always talk about when you're upset, what's the plan, but what's the plan? There needs to be a plan. I'm just thinking like, there always does need to be a plan. Like have a plan for yourself. If you don't have a plan, then you're lost. And listen, I tell my team all the time, don't you come to this meeting without an idea of what the fuck we gonna do. Cause I don't know half the time. <laughs> and, and you know, even if it, where there's Adam who does all the filming, He's a part of that core team that gives his input because everybody's input matters. Yeah. You know, just because a person films and edits and directs everything, although they may have nothing to do with sales, they may have a great idea about ways we can create content around it. You know, the person who manages the content, you know, you may think that they shouldn't have any input in your merch, but hey, they know the pulse of what everybody's saying on online. So they're going to mm -hmm. tell you this is what people are looking for. So I really feel like right now is a time where creativity is important. I ain't going to lie. When you launched your courses, I looked at my team. We got on a call. I said, I want our shit created in a week. But, of course, it's going to take five or six months. We got to take time. <laughs> it takes so, time. So, you know, you know, everybody should go and check it out. And but I love that because the first thing I talk about in my course is mindset. You see how you see now. You're like, I want to execute. I want to 
attack now because you're relentless. <laughs> That's some it's some stuff you can't teach, right? But you, you can, I mean, you, you can explain. I mean, when you tap into the vein of what you really want to exactly. do, then you'll find that drug to go. I mean, and you need to find that within yourself. So that's why I say the first thing I, I teach in my course before we even talk about how to set up a podcast or interviews or whatever is the mindset that you have mm -hmm. to have. Mm -hmm. Like you saying, when I seen that, I told my team that aggression, that hustle, and that can never stop. No mm -hmm. matter how far you get, you have to be that passionate and hungry about what you do or you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'll say the one thing for sure that has made me successful, and I ain't even just saying Hollywood Unlock, and after I closed the lights, when I turn the lights off at Hollywood Unlock, which one day that will happen, uh, when I sell this bitch, uh, I'm, I'm going to go find something else to do. See? You know, I'm going to go find something else to do. I will say when I did, when I, uh, when I left my career in the union and went to, uh, came in, was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I got into real estate, high-end real estate. I got over that shit real quick because I, I just, you in a house by yourself, you're looking at the wood, the counter can't talk to you. It's like, fuck, they ain't doing this. But find your passion. But right now is time for people who are sitting at home and listen, when you get done with this podcast, get the fuck off, get a notepad and paper, sit extremely still, get quiet. Yes. I like to, what I, my process of being creative is I like it to be extremely quiet. Mm -hmm. I don't want nobody else around me in my house. I just walk around and think really deep about, okay. Don't think about the thing that's going to give you all the money. Think about the thing that's going to bring you the most joy and that you're the most passionate about. That is also what you feel like is missing. Or if it's not missing, find out how you can do it different than what other people are doing yep. and just fucking go. Let your passion drive it. And eventually, whether it's a year or two years or three years or 30 days, it's going to pop and you're going to have everything you want. But that's the issue right there. People don't have that patience no more for themselves. We lost patience for ourselves. And I feel like, like you said, it might take a year. It might take two years. It might take three years. It may take 10 years. But if it's what you love to do, if you could do it and you lose track of time, that's your passion. Mm -hmm. You know, this is some things I do and I look up and I'm like, damn, four hours passed? Mm -hmm. Because I'm passionate about it. And I'm so locked in. I'm in the zone. And some people don't know what that is. So take some time. Sit your ass quiet at home and figure out what you want to do with your life. Facts. Also want to give a shout out to my close friend Floyd Mayweather. Everybody yes. knows if you watch this show, I've said his name at least one time every episode. He's an important person to me, good friend of mine, um, you know, big supporter of Hollywood Unlocked. And I, I did an interview recently with uh, Melissa Ford's mm -hmm. co-host on her podcast, Blue, Blue. On, on her show, uh, Humanize. Did an interview there. You can go check it on YouTube. It's really phenomenal. She did a great job. Uh, but she had interviewed me about my book, and I was explaining to her uh, my relationship with Floyd. But, you know, recently the mother of his three children, Josie, uh, yeah. Harris uh, was found dead in the driveway at her house. And then just recently his uncle and trainer, a person who's a boxing legend and also has been a big part of Floyd's training camps mm -hmm. for every training camp of, uh, of his career, also passed away. And, you know, I've been spending a lot of time, you know, there was a saying people would put online, you know, check on the people. Sometimes you need to check on the people who are the most strong because yeah, they're the ones that need you to check on them. Mm -hmm. Floyd has been somebody who's been there for everybody. And so, I mean, and when I say everybody, anytime you need anything, he, he's got you. And so I've been spending time calling him, checking mm -hmm. on him. But um, I had never seen Floyd cry. I had never seen Floyd cry like that. Uh, when his friend Hayes had uh, killed himself on FaceTime with Floyd, and Floyd's talked about it here on the show, I saw him crying then, but, you know, really emotional, really, it was, it was, it was a lot. You know, a mm -hmm. person that you revere close to you that's a part of your camp that you're, you have a relationship with calls you, 
and um, kills himself, kills his wife and kills himself on FaceTime with you. Yeah, that's traumatic. And so, but Floyd doesn't deal with death well. He doesn't deal with death well. He'll pay for your funerals. He'll pay for, yeah. you know, services and he'll take care of all that and he'll send his condolences. But he doesn't deal with death well. And um, so he was out of the country when his uh, the mother of his kids died. And so I didn't really know how he was taking him. And by the time I got the news, he was already in flight back and then his uncle. So I've been able to spend some time with him and put my eyes on him. And, you know, I, I caught him the other day and um, when he answered the phone, you know, he was just sitting in his car crying. And, and I, it, you know, it was really um, it, it was really humbling to see that side of him, mm. because when you think of Floyd, billionaire, rich, successful, can do anything you want, get anything you want. It makes mortality real, yeah. You know, and um, he doesn't really show his vulnerable side, but to be able to let people see that for him privately, and for him to be able to, um, you know, um, just really, I don't know, allow people to be a part of his grieving process. He's he's going through it. It's a hard time for him right now. It's a hard time for the whole camp. Everybody around him cares about him. And he's doing the best that he can to, you know, be there for his children. It sounds like he's open yeah. to the support because, you know, yeah. I know for me, I've lost people and I kind of shut down and I don't want to be on FaceTime. I want to call people. So the fact that you're able to get through to them, at least show that support, because at the end of the day, that's all we can do as friends. Yeah. When you have another friend that lost someone that's close to them, all you can do is offer your support. And it's good that he's receptive to it. And, you know, he's being vulnerable because that means he's going through the grieving process the right way mm -hmm. you know they say there's no right way to grieve but to really accept what's going on and go through the motions of it that's how you're going to get through it yeah and i think uh you know um you, i always joke and say you know i'm the court gesture right mm -hmm. jester jester you know floyd's the king of the money team and i'm the court jester anytime i'm around i'm gonna make everybody laugh i'm gonna talk shit i'm gonna you know crack jokes or i'm gonna just i, I like to make people laugh so we were able to go there uh, we were able to make him laugh a little bit. You know, he wasn't really able to eat. He wasn't really, and I'm sharing this information because nobody gets to peek into the money team. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I just want, you know, I want people to have a little bit more compassion. You know, uh, I was sitting at the table with him when he was posting all of the photos of him and his baby's mother. So mm -hmm. he posted probably nine to twelve photos uh, with him and his kids. He had three kids with her, and. You know the the autopsy hasn't come back yet, but you know you think about this. Her kid, their uh, her kids found her. Yeah, you know um, at the house that they're still living in. That's tough. And Floyd was out of the country and had to get back to his kids and couldn't be there. And, you know, and people online, social media, everybody's talking uh, because he had a strained relationship with Josie. Mm -hmm. You know, but like I've said on my Instagram and like I've said to Floyd, you know, regardless of whatever. The public says privately, you two did a hell of a job co-parenting three amazing kids. You know, his daughter Jaira, and uh, shout out to Karan and to um, and to Zion. You know, they're three smart, really talented kids who um, have their own identities in the yeah. midst of whatever the perception people have of their parents. But you know, he's grieving, and I think people don't tend to give celebrities or public figures. Um, uh, the the room to do that because you judge them. You know them. You think you know their relationships. You know their lives. You know how they're mm -hmm. responding. And people felt like he should have responded publicly. Floyd does not do that. He will never do it. He just doesn't do it. Um, you know, and I'm glad that he didn't do it until he wanted to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was their relationship. So, 
that's what's going on over at the money team. Shout out to Floyd and the whole team and everybody that has their uh, that around him and keeping this the the, the parents. I mean, keeping the family um, lifted in prayer because again, the other thing I would say to people too. I've never once gone on social media. Let me think. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Because I have a very busy social media. What are you, what are you well, I was going to say I never wished anybody well. I mean, I wished anybody bad things. Uh, I'm trying to think of everything I've said about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> now, that's the only person I can think of. I don't think I've ever wished her bad. I think I've said bad things about her. Okay. But I, what I was trying to say, uh, you know... Uh, I don't even know if I could finish this part of what I was going to say because I don't want to be, I don't want to lie, right? I don't think I've, I've never woken up with the intention to go and say something negative about somebody. Okay. Um, and typically, you know, uh, I do respond when somebody comes to me, I respond with something or I'll say something or if a fan says something crazy, I'll say something crazy. But I've never gone to anybody's page. Mm -hmm. Like I've never gone to even to Nikki's page. I've never gone to her page and gone under a post and said, uh, you know, whatever I thought about her negatively. I don't know how people go to other people's pages and say negative things, especially during the time where somebody's actually grieving. I just don't feel like they think it's real. Yeah. You know, they look at celebrities and entertainment and TV like it's this whole nother reality. And they go on their little phones and this person will never find me, never see me. And I could just say something real quick. And it's entertainment for them. So and the, and it's not real life for them. And there's going to be people that are mad. You know, stop saying his name, this and that. If Floyd, and I would say hands down, and Melissa will say it too. If Floyd Mayweather didn't support this show, this show wouldn't be here. Because mm. it was at a time where we grew the show with no sponsors. We, this, there was no reason to sponsor the show other than he believed in it. And he believed that it was a platform that people could hear conversations they can't hear anywhere else. And our fans, thankfully, have uh, grown with us and have ridden this ride. This has been a bumpy ride. We've, we've had a lot of changes. We've gone through a lot. And I think we all do, like Floyd has. But the fact that you know people have ridden with us and he's been here and he's been so supportive, I mean, I'm going to always ride for him. And I really only talk to five people. I talk to you, Melissa. And the other three that people hate me saying, I ain't gonna say their names, <laughs> but you know who they are. Uh, but shout out to Floyd, and we uh, we pray that everything gets uh, better over there. No, for real. What's not getting better is uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, so Harvey, <laughs> there's an unsealed email that reveals Harvey Weinstein wanted the actress Jennifer Aniston killed. Could you imagine? No. This is first of all, this is wild. First of all, friends. Well, well, living single white, um, the mayonnaise version of living single would have never been the same. Think, think about the things that would have happened if Jennifer Anderson would have been killed early. The mayonnaise version of Friends would not be what we know. People love that mayonnaise too. Uh, Angelina Jolie would have never been able to be a homewrecker, mm. um, and um, we would have never seen the real workings of Botox. There's layers to this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so the newly uh. Unsealed court documents reveal an email from 2017 in which Harvey Weinstein lashed out at Jennifer Aniston and reportedly wanted to kill her. The email is from October 31st, 2017. It read, Jennifer Aniston should be killed, which Harvey Weinstein... That's in response, not Wait, that's not funny. You sorry. started laughing. I know. It's, I'm sorry. Which Harvey Weinstein... It's just... It's just what is, what's, are, are we nearing the end of days? I mean, first of all, he's putting hits on actresses and the power he thought he had to even write that in the email. That just shows you his mind mind frame, uh, how much power he knew he had because he had a lot of power in his industry and that he was moving around where he's just Jennifer Aniston should be killed. See, and the fact that you said Harvey Weinstein was putting a hit on an actress was a joke in itself, but I can't joke about it because then I'm making fun of me, too, and I'm not. 
So Stop. yeah. Plus somebody said he has a pussy. So if he has no dick, that's anyway. just frightening. I don't know. I couldn't even imagine a man pulling his pants out and having a pussy. Actually, it happened to me. I forgot that told that story. <laughs> Wait. Fuck. Yeah, I don't want to go there. It's just traumatizing. So People what are, happens now? So does Jennifer Aniston, what does she do? Because well, he's going to go to prison. He's in prison now. He's he got 23 years. He's probably going to die. So it doesn't even matter. It don't matter, but it just shows you what kind of dude this guy was. Like, not only is he me tooing women, like, he's putting hits out on women. Like, <laughs> Well, he didn't necessarily put a hit out. He just said she should die. Maybe he just thought maybe. It was a suggestion. And she catch corona. That's how you put a hit out when you got money. You suggest, oh, maybe they should die. Wow. When I get what money. What if something happens to that person? Yeah. Damn. That's how well, you put it out. Well, Jenny, um, good luck, girl. I don't know what's going on. You'll be all right. All right. Speaking of coronavirus, everybody in the world is so crazy about coronavirus, uh, with the exception of the, uh, the person who created the coronavirus theme song that's now number two on the iTunes chart. Cardi. That's who did it, right? No, she didn't do it. A guy took her live uh-huh. and created a song. That shit is fire. You see how I don't even want to say her name during the show, but it just happens because... Why? They, they mad at you, you? You bring her up? I can't bring her name up. The other name of who we just talked about... Tiffany? I didn't say it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> these are literally... Tiffany? These are the only people... Bro, they're going to unsubscribe. They're done. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for the... Somebody out there that has time during coronavirus, please just go make a video of all the times I've said those names. Those are the only people I talk to. If I didn't talk about who I'm talking to on the show, I would not be talking about anything. Mm. Okay, it's Ariella, uh, Alyssa, Adam. Okay, I'm going to talk about all the people I know. That's what I'm going to do. Next show, I'm going to talk about all the shit that my staff are doing. Mm-hmm. No, that'd be good. Like, a little behind the scenes. That's a whole other show. I ain't got time for Coronavirus that. is getting real. We already know Idris Alba has it. Um, now... Well, Tom Hanks, the most beloved Tom actor Hanks. in the world, him and his wife. Uh, the dude, Rudy. Good old Rudy. Who's Rudy? The basketball player. He's the first basketball That's player. That's not good old Rudy. That's the dumb nigga who touched <laughs> all the microphones. He's the reason, if you watch NBA, he's Rudy. the reason why the whole NBA is on quarantine. Let me drop another name. Sergi Baca, who I've been talking to every day. Serge. Sergi Baca, you know, the sexiest man alive, in my opinion, who, should, who sat right here in this chair. He actually is at home on a 14-day quarantine as all the other Raptors because they were playing the Utah Jazz and Rudy. he was guarding Rudy the whole 36 minutes. So he's like, hey, bro. <laughs> Serge calls me and said, hey, bro, hey, bro, hey, bro. This is crazy. This is crazy. I said, well, what happened? He said, I was guarding him for, for 30 minutes. He for almost got damn Rudy. And he says, and now I'm quarantined. I'm bored. I have nothing to do. I go, what are you going to do? So... Serge has created a new show on YouTube called How Bored Are You? Really? I think it's the funniest thing because he has the How Hungry Are You? So is he like calling people or is it just him? Is it Serge in a quarantine? Well, yesterday was him washing dishes. (laughs) He's literally literally filming boring things to do. But I called him last night and said, bro, you need to expand your idea. You need to now interview other NBA athletes Mm -hmm. to see how bored they are at home. They're probably all playing 2K. Trying to keep their mind yeah, in the game. Yeah, but wouldn't we want him and Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant has coronavirus. We can't call you. He, Kevin got the Rudy. Don't call it the Rudy. We're not giving this a nickname. <laughs> he got the Rudy. Fuck. Yeah, Kevin Durant said he got it. Uh, no symptoms. Just like Idris, they both have no symptoms. And uh, Melissa, talk- Melissa's going to have to get a test before she comes back to work. You think Melissa might... No, I don't think she has it, but I mean, we, we should be sure, right? Um, but they said the coronavirus is not even that serious. The problem is, excuse me, uh, three hundred and three 
168 people died in one day. Well, that's pretty serious. In a country that's all shut down. That's pretty serious. And they're not even going to get the dead bodies. They're just like, yo, we're going to get to that later. If you're 80 and over, you sorry. Go ahead and die. And you've had a long life. Like, like what video game are we living in right now? Speaking of video game, right? Because Philadelphia. I'm not playing no games. No, Philly's going through some, some of its own GTA kind of video game. Did you see the law they passed with the... The no. police and everything. No. So basically, if you do a nonviolent crime, you will not be locked up. They'll just issue you a warrant and probably lock you up later because of this corona thing. So now uh, uh shouldn't that be what the world is about anyway? We shouldn't that's what's wrong with prisons. They're locking up people for for nonviolent crimes. But the problem is, I think it's a good deed, but I feel like people are taking it as a now let's go outside and do whatever the fuck we want. So people are calling it like, oh, this is the purge, this is this, this is that. <laughs> They th- they're taking it as a free lane, like, because if you looked at the list of what they consider nonviolent crimes, it's like um, Grand Theft Auto. Okay, so you borrow a car. <laughs> you got to get places. Okay, you borrow a car. You know, selling drugs, stuff like that. Listen, but I, the, the, I, let me find the list of what these things I, are. I don't know. I mean, what kind of drug? Is, is it marijuana? <laughs> If it's marijuana, I have a friend right now in Oklahoma, I mean, no, Kansas City prison, mm-hmm. who I'm fighting to get out, who's locked in prison for eight years for selling right. a pound of marijuana for his first time. That's like, come on cool. now. So what? You steal a candy bar or a car. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go. We got uh, theft from persons. I mean, are you stealing with a, a gun or are you just taking out their bag? Burglary. Uh, was the person home or not? Vandalism. I mean, is it an old house, a new house? What's the value of the property? Uh, economic crimes, kind of like fraud. Scammers, hey. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. Prostitution's on the list. Well, are you giving them shoes or are you giving them money? Because sometimes you should give them property with a receipt, and then if they return the receipt, it's technically not prostitution. Yeah, but basically, in pol- like, and I don't know if this is going to happen everywhere else, but it says officers instructed not to, to stop making arrests for the following list of crimes that we just said. So they, no one would get arrested. So, I mean, do we need to do us... Ta- Here, here's why I would say, I know you guys think I'm crazy. I'm not going to change that in one show, right? Here's where I think we have to be a little bit more open-minded. We believe that the crimes we've been told are bad are really bad. Mm. If you want to sell your body, yeah, it's your body. I want to sell my dick today. I'm going to sell my dick. OnlyFans. What the fuck is OnlyFans? OnlyFans should sponsor par- prostitution. Listen, I'm not. A, I'm not. It's saying, only a crime because you can't tax it. I'm well, not, they haven't taxed it yet. I'm not saying you should prostitute, but let me tell you something. If you wanted to, a friend of mine the other day told me to go look at his OnlyFans account. I said I can't put my credit card on that. That's just not a good look. I may run for Congress one day, right? <laughs> so he gave me a free password. So I got free passwords, and so I was able to peruse his OnlyFans account from a creative standpoint. I was giving him feedback on his content. <laughs> That's how I look at it, right? But some would say Jason Lee, all he does is look at OnlyFans account. Whereas others would say, Jason is, a, is the king of content creation. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Adam. And as an expert, he's saying, maybe this is not the right angle for the camera. Maybe you shouldn't have the banana there. Maybe you should use this product. Lighting ain't right. Why you is know? there a banana in the scene? I don't know. He's niggas, <laughs> niggas in the jungle fund. But now I'm saying that if you want to sell your body, why now do I as a taxpayer have to pay to house and feed you for years because you sell your body? 
And why is Heidi Fleiss a bad person? Because she figured out how to operationalize mm. helping you sell your body. I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad either. I, I don't have, I'm not subscribed to any OnlyFans pages yet, but if there's some that y'all suggest, um, please leave them in the comments. I'll definitely be doing it. another uh, marketing research deep dive, giving my expertise on some of these uh, account so yeah one of my friends he he laying on the bed with his legs up in the air i screenshot a whole bunch of his content because if he ever act because he be acting out sometimes i'm like all right now <laughs> you got this out here yeah but like where are you gonna go after that you can't go work at a methodist church because the minute you go in there and maybe the the somebody backslid for a week and slid in your account now you out there now all the workers in the lunchroom is praying with rosaries and looking at your asshole on OnlyFans. You done fucked up. So if I follow a girl on OnlyFans, it's only just pictures. Is it video nah, content she can, as well? Oh, uh, 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 they could be in there fucking. And I saw somebody post a, oh, wow. a post on Instagram. Ooh. They made $140,000 in one year from OnlyFans. God damn. Then got hit with a, a 1099 because you got to pay taxes. You got to pay your taxes if you're selling that ass still. Which isn't that porn? I mean, porn isn't that prostitution? No, I don't you're, think porn is prostitution. If you're selling your body online. It's prostitution. We're behind, people. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like you, okay. So it hasn't caught up with the times. That's right. Marijuana. Why is that a drug? Smoke your marijuana. You should smoke your brains. I know niggas who come. I've seen come to my house and just smoke ten joints in like two days and didn't die. And didn't die. And didn't want to kill nobody either. Mm. Shit. Shouldn't drive though. Don't drive impaired. Okay. But you shouldn't drive if you're over seventy years old either. Yeah. Motherfuckers driving that. five miles an hour to 55 miles on. Sit your old ass down. Get the fuck pulled over. You're getting corona anyway. Did you see I'm that? Not, I don't mean you should get it. I'm just saying the people in Italy will let you die. I'm trying to tell you how to live. Take the BART. Take the Metro. Take a taxi. I ain't going to disrespect our old people like that. I love y'all. Now, some of them can whip. Got that whip game, and then a few of them don't in Beverly Hills. I've seen y'all. So you heard what happened with Hitmaker? Yeah, I talked to Hitmaker. So you want to give the rundown what's going on? First of all, if your name is Hitmaker, you shouldn't be involved with hitting people because this is like bad marketing, right? You know Hitmaker, he made a hit. Yeah, he hit a bitch last night. It's just, go ahead, tell people what happened, and I'll tell you what's going on. Okay, so Hitmaker's accused of brutally pistol-whipping his alleged girlfriend. What happened was, I guess him and the young lady was, you know, having some private time in their, in his place. They got physical, and then things got physical uh, between him and the young lady in a violent way. And then reportedly right after that, there were on his um, surveillance, he's seen three people trying to break into his house, um, probably a home invasion. You never know these days, which is very typical out here. Especially what happened with Pop Smoke. But yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying the reason of all this happening was he believed the woman was setting him up to be robbed. Mm -hmm. And that's really the long story short. I know his lawyer put out a statement. It said, on Saturday morning, March 14, 2020, Christian Hitmaker Ward was the victim of a planned and coordinated home invasion, robbery, and assault. The woman, his friend, her name, I'm going to leave out of here, came towards home, engaged in some physical intimacy. Then she made calculated, unprovoked attack on Mr. Ward, slapping him and punching him repeatedly. Mr. Ward defended himself against the attack. During their altercation, the security, <clears throat> the security alarm from the back door, went off. ADT and Ring confirmed and captured two armed assailants jumping the fence into Ward's backyard. While the third man acted as a, a lookout, the third man acted as a lookout. Robberies were the robbers were unable to get into the house from the back door because it was secured with a lock. Mm. That's the rundown. Well, listen, I talked to Hitmaker yesterday. First, the girl who was the victim, the actual girl, mm -hmm. sent me on my personal page several videos and screenshots of photos. 
And, um, you know, without being able to confirm it, I can't just put out a story that you're giving to me. Yeah. You know, if you post it on your Instagram, then I can report that it's news, that you actually, something's happening, right? And I didn't hit hit make. I didn't text him to ask him what was going on because I didn't know what the hell was happening. And I don't want to get caught up in people's relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, I report the news or whatever. We report what's happening. But it was interesting. She was really trying to push the story and so i didn't respond to it the next thing i saw that the blast shout out to mike and them at the blast put it out and then i did talk to Hitmaker. he called me yesterday and he he said he's going to come here and talk to us and i'm going to try to confirm after today's show when he's going to do it but he basically said everything that's in there yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. i didn't know if maybe i had said something to my team and we put the notes in there or whatever but you know he did describe a very different situation i don't know if it's damage control i don't know if it's uh hey, hey, hey. hello i didn't know if it was damage control or if i didn't know if it was real or whatever i mean it'll all come out eventually but you know hopefully you and the girl both of you are invited to come here and tell your story and uh, whoever gets here first, people will probably believe. But it's an unfortunate thing, man, because, you know, on one hand, I understand what he's saying. If it happened that way, that pop smoke, that shit was really real. And people will come and kill you. And not just pop smoke, But on man. the other hand, niggas be hitting females. This I mean, men true. hit females, so I don't know. But this home invasion thing is a real-life thing. It ain't nothing new. It's not something that just started yesterday. I mean, unfortunately, we lost pop smoke from it. But you can go to Rich the Kid. It's so many people that have dealt with it, especially. Rich the Kid was in a secure building, too. Yeah, and this happens all the time. We just sometimes you get it on social media. A lot of times it's behind the scenes that you hear about it. Me and you hear about stuff all the time, man. Home invasions are real. Man, put that lock on your back door like Hitmaker did, if this is all true. Well, that's why you can't pull up at the Kardashians' house, because they got the alarms, but they got people with guns 24-7 sitting outside ready Hello. to shoot you. Go to any of them houses. I don't know about Caitlyn, but I don't think people are trying to go see Caitlyn. You don't think so? Who trying to go see Caitlyn? <laughs> Somebody check on Caitlyn during these times of coronavirus. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing. But this now you see why I moved out the house? Yeah. This is why. No, I feel you now. This no, is for real. why. And After do, all wait, this, and, I was thinking and, about and, that. And, and and think about the house. Yeah. How many points of entry were at that house that it's were- scary out here, man. You know what I mean? You have a beautiful house sitting on the hills. All your neighbors, you know, eating Grey Poupon and shit. You can hear birds chirping. But then, then at night, you know, motherfuckers is coming up your back porch. For real. Didn't want it. Gave it away. So, shout out to- um, Hitmaker and this this poor woman who uh, definitely has a, a, a I mean she's beat up. Yeah, we, have, we haven't seen no pictures of him yet. No, this is where you should if you're if you get hit first or you get attacked. You know, it's almost like when Chris Brown when um, the unfortunate situation went down with him and Rihanna. Did we ever see pictures of Chris Brown at the time? I don't think so. All you saw was Rihanna. So what happens? People listen to that. Mm-hmm. They gravitate to it because we could see it. So Hitmaker, you got to come to an interview or do something. I know there's legal stuff involved now, but and move out your house. You think so? If people were coming to get you, I would not be spending another night there because they know where you at. It's scary, man. And another thing, stop flashing your jewelry and all your money. I'm going to always look bummy. I'm going to always look broke. I'm a, you, you ain't never going to know what I got I, until I'm ready for the world. But then I'm going to have so much security around me that, you know, I always tell my security when I'm somewhere too. If somebody run up, kill them. Don't beat them up. <laughs> Don't fucking talk <laughs> to them. If they, if they trying to get me, kill them right there. We will deal with it all legally later. I think it's scary to how easy it is to find out where somebody lives. Like when I'm driving through the hills trying to go visit somebody and I see um, those little TMZ buses or whatever and they just go into people's houses and pointing. I'm like, this is some dangerous shit. How well, are you just... Nine times out of 10, those aren't even the houses. They, oh, that's what it is? Think about it. You come from out of town, you get into the little TMZ bus and now they're <laughs> telling you where Halle Berry lives. That, that don't necessarily be Halle Berry house because you know how I know? Because I was in... <laughs> Florida on a fucking uh, 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 super 
not a super jet, but a, um, you know, speedboats. Mm-hmm. They were doing speedboat in the little area in Miami, and they pull up to a house and they go right here on the right, uh, right here on the left. This is Floyd Mayweather's house. I'm like, no, that's not Floyd Mayweather lives over but there. But that's even scary if you live there and somebody's <laughs> trying to break in thinking Holly Berry's in there. They pull up to one house. This massive house belongs to the man who created Viagra. I'm like, well, damn. Like, did we need to know that? There ain't no old motherfuckers on here to go get that shit. But that shit's scary. But this is where I get again, people. Yeah, you just never know. And then they'd have been on there on the bus, on the tour. This is where Jason Lee lives. And I remember sitting at home one night where somebody, I ain't going to say no name because I can't tell you my sources, but somebody texted me uh, that they had just shot up Drake's house. Remember, I, I don't know if Damn. I... Damn. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. But there was the whole fighting going on where they were mm-hmm. shooting up the uh, shooting up the uh, OVO store and all this stuff was happening. And they were like, yo, but Drake's house just got shot into with a... A long rifle or something, and then you know Kim Kardashian and them live across the street. So I'm hitting her and them like, yo, you know, like be careful because yeah. it's a sniper. But uh, you're never safe. And then another thing, no matter where you live, Rich the Kid was in a secure building. If they want to get you, they gonna come get That's you. That's the fucked up part. Look, be careful out here, especially when you come out here to LA. Be no, careful. I'm about to move to Switzerland. Be Hollywood unlocked is gonna be live. Just I'm gonna just create a live. Everything. And, no, no, no. And for those people that do those home invasions and everything, y'all be careful too, because some people ready for that. Some people ready for that action. So you go into the wrong house, that'd be the last house you went into. Listen, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm a deep sleeper, but I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna do some home alone shit. I'm gonna put bells at the door. I'm gonna put jacks on the floor. I'm gonna put honey on the stairs. I'm gonna do all types of shit. And if I hear you come up them stairs, I'm gonna be sitting right there waiting. Because you know a scared person gonna shoot you first. Exactly. All right. Well, um, <laughs> Idris Elba caught uh, coronavirus, and now black people are just crazy. Yeah, he he did a PSA to all black people saying, guys. You know, you can get it. It's like, okay, thank you. Why you sound like the the Wakanda voice, though? <laughs> like, nigga, they ain't giving coronavirus in Wakanda, too? I heard it. I don't know, man. It's a worldwide thing. I, I went on live the other day, and with somebody from, was it Thailand? Somewhere over there in Asia, they say they're loving the quarantine. They said they've been locked down for 11 days. It's three weeks long, kind of like what's going on in San Francisco right mm-hmm. now. What's going on in San Francisco? They have a 24-hour lockdown for three weeks. And they called me up. I didn't even know I had people from Asia, you know, that follow me. And they said they're loving it. They're being one with themselves. And it's been are, fun. Are you by yourself in the quarantine? Or are you as your son? Um, I Well, we're not quarantined really yet. I mean, I'm quarantined. I'm back and forth. Oh, really? Because I do a lot of my work at home, like on my mic, my podcast. And then I go over there and check on my mom, his mom, my son's mom, and my son. So... Mm. Kinda, Why don't you set them up on Zoom? Just check on everybody via the Nah, internet. I got to go over there and no, put, you don't. put my hands on No, them. you don't. I'm going to put my hands you, on my You son. go to get in your car, that coronavirus be sitting right there by your car. But no, but if, if somebody walked by your car and coughed, for four hours, coronavirus is sitting at your car like this. Nigga, pull up. Pull up. And as soon as you open the door, bam, you got it. Now you, don't you think go the wind takes it? No. Uh-huh. Okay, so Nicki Minaj's husband still gets to play around on the internet, apparently. Yeah, so uh, court grants Kenneth Petty permission to be around electronics and internet. Court documents show that Penny asked the prosecutors to modify the conditions of him being out on bond, which includes his access to the internet at home or work, and the United States uh, Attorney's Office agreed to his plea. Listen, okay, I've been leaving my opinion out of all of this for the most part have you uh, yeah for the most part i ain't went in the way that i want to go in but because people don't know how to listen to me objectively they think i don't like her let me first start on one side where i feel sorry for nikki because and not that she cares because she don't need nobody feel sorry for her Mm -hmm. but like she deserves happiness she deserves a good man she deserves a child she deserves a husband she deserves to have 
to be complete happy. happiness yeah. in her life because she's earned it. She's worked hard. She's become one of the most successful mm-hmm. female uh, hip hop stars, uh, icons almost uh, in the world. And in many respects, all her fans want her to be happy, yeah. right? And maybe she found happiness with this man. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you find happiness in the wrong person and you got to go through the wrong situations or whatever situation to get out of it. And God will send you signs. The fact that your man has to get permission to be on Instagram, mm-hmm. your man has to get permission to be around. Can, did it say he can be around kids or no? no? Well, what it is saying is reported. Well, you know, initially he was arrested for failing to register as a sex offender in California, stemming from the rape case in New York in 1995 when he was 16. But he, he's on house arrest now, right? He is on house and arrest. And he has a curfew at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Listen, let me just say this. And people want me to be. I'm not going to go so, in. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm not going to go in on Nikki. I want you to be happy, Nikki. I want you to have everything you have, want. And if this makes you happy right now, good luck with that. But look at the signs, right? Take a step out of hearing me and saying "fuck this nigga, he ain't shit," because I know that's what you're saying. Listen to what I'm saying. You deserve happiness. I want you to be happy. But even if this man is making you happy. It's not a good look for your brand. It's not a good look for your legacy. It's not a good look for your ability to move around the world freely. And no matter what he give you, whether it's dick or protection in the streets, is it really worth it? I don't think so. I don't know. God took her brother out of life. All right, nigga, you fucked a little 12-year-old. You going to prison. You're done. But you have the control over this one. Yeah. And I think it sends a bad message to young girls that you're with a pedophile. Yeah, so after paying bond, he was ordered to wear an ankle monitor, like you just said, surrender his passport, and abstain from drugs, alcohol, and weapons. According to the records, he is now registered as a sex offender here in California. Now, I'll say to Kenneth Petty, I've never met you. Um, You know, I know that a lot of people respect you in the streets, and I think you've earned that, which is respectable. My brother who died is Mm -hmm. also another person respected in the streets, and he make you you make Nikki happy. Um, and I think every man should want to be able to be a good man, whatever that is to his woman or his man and, and, and congratulations. But, you know, if you're going to be there, at least be responsible and follow the law, Yeah, you know, register to be a sex offender, even though, you know, I think that, you know, they've tried to, they've tried to make sense out of his rape allegation or rape charge and say, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like he was fucking a little boy in the bathroom, but where are their levels to being a pedophile? It's just you either are or you not. Now, now is he he was being a pedophile? Or? Well, the allegation was he had raped a young girl at knife point. Mm. Well, yeah. You're a sex offender. Sex offender. Oh, sorry. Pedophile. Let me take that back. You're right. When you're on the sex offender list, you can be doing lewd and lascivious acts. You mm. can be uh, molesting a young kid. Yeah. And be an adult, or you can be a rapist. Yeah. You know, so a, a pedophile, maybe that was the wrong choice of words. Thank you for correcting me. But, you know, when you fall within the categories of something they got to register online so people know not to move next to you with kids, I mean, that's something to be, you know, concerned about. I think I agree with you where you say, um, you know, if this is the situation you're in and you know you're married and you know who you're with, you should follow. Handle it responsibly, yeah. Handle it responsibly because you already know the situation. It is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, it puts her back now into this media whirlwind. Because even though it's something you messed up on now that y'all married and she's a megastar, 
you now drag her down into this. And I just feel like as a man, we all have to be responsible for our own shit. Yeah. You know, I got to be responsible for my son, Mm -hmm. his mom. That's my shit. So if I get with somebody and something goes crazy, I'm responsible for that. And and I'll give some, I'll give a little bit of respect to the Barb's because they do their best to try to protect their queen's image. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, they don't like the people put in the headline, Nicki Minaj's husband or Nicki Minaj's brother. But the reality is, is that if you are supporting your brother while he's going through court financially because he molested his 12-year-old stepdaughter, yes, people are going to use your name in the headline. If you get engaged to or married to or want to have a baby by a person who should be registered as a sex offender because they raped somebody and killed somebody, that's not why they're on the list, but that's another thing I'll just throw in there. You can't be mad that people put your name in it because you expose them to the world. Uh, but I will say to the fans, her fans, I mean, they are diehard. They riding with her. They don't care if she's dating a pedophile. They don't care if her brother fucked a little girl. They don't care. Nothing. As long as she put out a song that they like, cool. Shout out to everybody involved. I don't want to keep talking about this, but it's in the headlines, and so here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, uh, I didn't know this nigga was gay. Andrew Gillum. Uh, he was running for governor uh, down in Florida. Oh, yeah. He lost. I don't know if he gay, but he was in the room uh, on meth, allegedly found uh, under the influence with a uh, with a rent boy boy with a guy you rent from online. Yeah, like you said on Sunday, former mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, announced that he will enter into a rehab facility. This move comes right after uh, the police <laughs> named him a report detailing an alleged overdose incident in Miami Beach hotel room where he alleged. Where alleged bags of crystal meth was found, he was also found with an escort from Rent.com. The guy named was Travis Dyson. Um, he's like he listed himself as a porn star performer and offered several services. Okay, a couple things. One, the porn star, sir, the porn star, aka Rent Boy guy. I saw your profile. You're actually kind of cute. He's a white boy, so he's into the swirl. Number two, if you're going to do meth, can you find a meth hotel in Miami <laughs> on South hotel. Beach? Go to the Waldorf. Go to, you could even go to the Clevelander. That's a pretty decent place, but the rooms are so small. If you smoke meth in there, nobody's really going to care. You went to the Mondrian? You went to the Mondrian. That's like going to that's like going to Fountain Blue and smoking meth. Nobody does that. You go there, you have orgies, you fuck, you drink Hennessy, or you smoke blunts. You don't, maybe cocaine, okay? I, I didn't know meth was so recreational like that, where you're just doing some meth oh, real quick. Niggas, they doing meth. Black people are doing meth. I ain't going to tell uh, you. Yeah, Andrew Gillum is black. I know another person, an R&B star, is doing, that was doing meth. I ain't going to tell you his name, but you've watched the show long enough. You know what R&B stars done meth because I've talked about problems I have with them. And they know I know that they do meth. That's why they're mad. But anyway, Andrew Gillum, you was going to be the governor. Bruh. <laughs> you got co- Yo, when I first seen it, I thought it was like one of those TV setups. You know, where it's like, we're going to come in and take a picture of you. It just seems so fake. You got this bodybuilder. Rent.com dude, they saying meth. I'm like, he don't do meth, but he checked himself into rehab. So I'm like, because he said he was doing alcohol. Which, by the way, I probably need to go to to, to rehab. For so alcohol. it wasn't for the meth; it was for the alcohol. That that's the spin. That motherfucker was up there with that white boy sucking on that white boy's cock, smoking white crystals. Everything was white. It was snowing in that motherfucker. I don't feel sorry for you because you, you know, let us down. 
you were going on and on and on about how your votes was this and that and how the black votes was this and that and this and that. You were the beacon of... This is why I don't subscribe to believing and following a motherfucker. Mm. I'm my own hero. I, I have my own heroes that are in my phone that I talk to every day. I ain't going to say their names because you'd be mad, but they're my fucking heroes. I'm not looking for no nigga in Florida who was sucking some rented dick online, and then you rented a dick, <laughs> sucked it, and then smoked the meth, and then now here we are looking crazy, and white people going, that's why that nigga didn't deserve to win. Yeah. I mean, some would argue they probably changed the laws in Florida so no, niggas couldn't vote for you guys because they knew you was smoking meth. I don't Man, know. Man, bro, he got caught up in the nastiest way. You're nasty. Well, you know, I want to know how much he paid for the boy because I actually went. Well, to he offered several services. What services? I don't know, but I was, I was, I was. <laughs> I went to the profile. I couldn't find it on rent.com what or rentmen.com. What several services could you offer? Did you know that there's a rent? This website. What is the website again? <laughs> it says rentmen. Okay, I want to explain to you what happens on rentmen.com. This is crazy shit because I've been there before because I found a friend once. Jason, how the hell? No, I used to like this guy from London and then somebody was like, yo, you may want to go see what he does for work. I'm like, well, I know what he does for work. He's a model. They were like, nope. They sent me a link. I went to the link, menforrentnow.com or whatever it was. Yeah, this, this, is that it? What is no, that this one? one's Rentmen. Rentmen. Rentmen.com? Mm -hmm. Okay, rentmen.com. You know how you rent a car mm -hmm. from Hertz and then you go to Hertz. Dot com and you can rate their service. Yeah, you can rate these men too. So it's like a profile picture of them. There. No, no, no. There's multiple profile pictures. You can unlock certain pictures if because if you know if you know you're gonna wear that ass out for four days, <laughs> you want to see what the mileage. If you go to Hertz.com, it shows you the mileage on the guy. I mean, you can kind of look at it and go, that thing's been worn out a few times, right? So basically, you can look at the private parts. Maybe he has an extended penis. No, you, you can't. Yes, this they, sh they show you their penis. Then there are ratings by star and comments from people who have ridden that vehicle. So if they've been rented before, too much. you can go on and put down your ratings. You can say, you know. Do you not feel like this brings down Tyson, uh, oh, Travis oh, Dyson's oh. rating? He, he, his stars dropped because you got caught. You got caught. Now people are gonna say, "Yo, I smoked meth with him before." Anyway, they can leave ratings. Uh, you can just their 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 rates are there. So like, there's an indoor rate and there's an outdoor rate. Indoor for me to come over and just hang with you mm -hmm. is X. For me to hang out with you in public is Y. Now, if you want to have this fun, there's this price. If this price is there's this day. Is it international? Are we traveling? Like, it's a whole business. This is really a thing. Go a, check it out. I'm not checking it out. <laughs> it's not happening. But like right now with coronavirus, you might be just sign up and now your bills are paid. Boom. Mm, nah. Damage. I'm telling you, with our fan base, if you create an OnlyFans account right now, you got your camera. You you got all your <laughs> shit. I mean, our last host has one. I wish people could see what I deal with behind the scenes. Behind the scenes of Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored and Hollywood Unlocked as a company is its own reality it's show. But I can't even put shit out there because, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get into heaven. Oh my God. Well, that was a deep dive on rentmen.com. And you can go to menrent.com and see how deep it really was because the ratings are there. I'm I'm mad you have such a uh, a deep knowledge of rentmen.com. <laughs> I ain't never rented one. I, I just, I haven't. Now, I ain't going to lie and say I ain't looked through, you know, the, the sections. The brochure? Oh, I go through the sections. You know, there's Brazilian. You break them out by countries. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going, I'm done. I, I will say during coronavirus, I've, I've learned one thing. It's time to settle down. It's time to settle down so I can coronavirus and chill. And, you know, I'm now marking up the countries of where people need papers. Mm. 
because those are the co- countries that I'm going to visit after this coronavirus You're doing is a done. tour. Yeah, I'm going to go and do interviews. Maybe I should look at Rent, uh, rent Man or Men for Rent to, as a guide. I don't know. This is so dumb. All right, well, this show's gone to hell, so we're done, right? Are we done? Are we done? Are we good? We're good, Thank you. Man. Keep coming back. Please tell people about it. Get our rating up to five stars on iTunes, and uh, stay safe out there. Don't sneeze on nobody. Don't cough, and uh, make sure you sanitize all the dicks you're going to suck if you decide to do that. Right here. Yeah, oh, well, or vagina. Well, uh, how do you vagina? Uh, that was weird. We're just out. <laughs> Goodbye. Peace. It's <laughs> crazy. What up, YouTube? Thank you for watching this reckless show. Yeah, and hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to hit the notification bell. And also don't forget to share and leave a comment because we are reading.